0: Welcome, everyone. I am Erica Gifford Mills, and you are listening to a special episode of Get Rooted Radio, living it up, loving it up, letting it go right here on Transformation Talk Radio. It's an honor to be filling in for Dr. Pat today. And with that, I'd like to give a big shout out to Dr. Pat's producer, Benny. Hey, Benny, how are you doing today?
2: Hi there, doing very well and a happy holidays to you and welcome back to the show.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. It's a, like I said, it's a great honor to be here. So did you have a good holiday?
2: We did. Uh was, of course, pretty quiet as um, for most people, as uh, hopefully everyone is staying safe and has stayed safe and continue to do so. Uh, did a lot. I mean, um, my family, we did kind of like a, a garage thing, you know, where everyone was kind of came in. We had the door open and did the little small uh, little surrounding, and it was really good. I think a lot of other neighbors did the same thing, I noticed, too, and uh, if not, Zoom. Everyone is doing, zooming.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. Everybody's zooming and it's, which is wonderful. Um, But at the same time, it's gets, when you're used to doing it, people mm-hmm. are, oh, I'm having zoom fatigue, but <laughs> right, it's, it's a great way to keep connected. Even if you're just using it by phone, if you're doing videos, anything like that. So it's, it's a great alternative and I'm hoping more people will start to do that. Whether again, it doesn't have to be zoom. Maybe it's the fa- you know, FaceTime or through the Facebook, yeah,
2: whatever or social streaming idea, network theory plan you have in order yes. works. I'm sure.
0: I mean, I know I've been. My son is in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and he's stationed in Okinawa. So, um, he, he usually audio calls me, but you know, I, I do force him <laughs> at least once a month. I need to see your face. Yeah,
2: because that's what moms want.
0: Yes, and <laughs> so he grudgingly, um, abides by it. And I said, I don't even care if you're, you know, you don't have to be dolled up. It's just me. I've seen you at your worst. It's great.
2: (laughs) I've seen when you were a little guy.
0: (laughs) Yes. So are you ready to wave goodbye to 2020 as the new year approaches?
2: I am not a hundred percent though. I've actually had some pretty bright moments in this last year. So, um, I'm going to say yes and no, but for others, they can speak for themselves.
0: Well, and, you know, and I think that's really one of the things that we're going to talk about today is the whole New Year's Eve uh, Mm. resolutions, whether it's a yay or a nay. And I think a lot of people are like good riddance 2020, but just like with any year, it's a chance to look back. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things that even though it wasn't the year we thought it was going to be, there are so much things that I think we can take out of what we thought we needed Mm -hmm. or what we thought we wanted. And that's going to change us going forward.
2: Right. It should be New Year's reflections.
0: Yes, I love Mm. that. So I wanted to start off this first segment really just talking about, The history of New Year's resolutions, because when I was doing a little research, I I didn't know some of these and I wanted to share it with our listeners. So if you think about it, a New Year's resolution is a decision to do or not to do something or to accomplish a personal goal or break a habit. It's not unusual that as something begins again, like a new year or a new month, that we want to look back to see what has been and what is to come. And that's what we're really gonna examine. So we're gonna look at the history, pros, cons, and really guidance on all of them. So where did the tradition begin? And as I said, I was doing some research and one of the first ones that I could find is the ancient Babylonians are really said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions some 4,000 years ago. And they were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year. Although for them, it wasn't in January. It was mid-March when the crops were planted. And then they would have this massive 12-day religious festival when they would crown a new king or really reaffirm their loyalty to the reigning king. And it was during that time they made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return the objects that they had borrowed. Um, Not a a bad thing for maybe all of us to do, (laughs) Um, but these promises could be considered the really forerunners of New Year's resolutions. And if the Babylonians kept to their word, their gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. And if they didn't, well, they'd fall out of favor with the gods and that's no place anybody wanted to be. Um, But a a similar occurrence took place in ancient Rome. And it was really around Julius Caesar time when he tinkered with the calendar and established the January 1st as the beginning of the new year around 46 BC. And so the name, named for Janus, which is the two-faced God whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches, January really had a special significance for the Romans. It was really symbolic of looking backwards into the previous year and ahead into the future. So maybe our common idea of New Year is really based on those Romans, and they would offer sacrifices to the deity and make promises of good conduct for the coming year. But those aren't the only two areas where this kind of fell into place. Ancient Egyptian culture was closely tied to the Nile River and it appears, uh, really appears that their new year corresponded with the annual flood. So you still have other places that are looking at opening opening of the year, right? The Egyptians celebrated the new beginning with a festival. And I, I'm gonna try to pronounce it, so don't laugh. It's like Wepet Renpet. And that's what opening of the year is set to mean. So they really saw it as a time of rebirth and rejuvenation. And I think that is why people now are looking at resolutions, a new beginning. What can I do and really renew? And I think one of the ones that a lot of people have seen is an ancient Chinese new year. And that was about 3,000 years ago. So still not the latest. We still are have the winning um, team be the Babylonians, right, for the for the longest time. And the holiday began as a way of celebrating the new beginnings of the spring planting. So similar to the planting of the crops, the Chinese New Year. But really, the new the the Chinese word for year, the Nian, that's what they would look at. They would celebrate all of the families, the areas that they wanted to base the upcoming times on. And I think it's really, really important that we that we do that. You know, where are we looking forward? And I think that's really important as we understand the history. So for early Christians, the first day of the new year began, became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do and be better in the future. Kind of a reoccurring thing. And it was an English clergyman um, by the last name of Wesley. He was a founder of the Methodism, and he really is the most one commonly associated with New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And I think despite the traditions, the traditional religious roots that many of these different cultures and civilizations had, New Year's resolution today is, are mostly really a secular practice. So instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement, which, you know, which might may explain why such resolutions seem so hard to follow through on. And I think that's where we get into the pros and cons. You know, according to recent research, as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make New Year's resolutions, and only about 8% are successful at achieving those. So why do we ma- even make them? You know, and that is what we are going to get into over the next couple of segments. But before we go, I want to know, Benny, do you make New Year's resolutions? Uh, I wouldn't really
2: say a resolution. I think I just do what I was saying earlier about reflections, kind of like, or a repurposed idea, or maybe, you know, a, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to stick with reflection. That seems to be popping in my <laughs> head for the most part. Uh, I, I still try to look forward anyway, um, mm-hmm. rather than backwards, if that makes a lot of sense.
0: No, it, it absolutely okay. does. And that's actually some of the things that we're going to get into in the pros and cons coming up, because okay. there are definitely pros mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. making New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. and there's also cons. Right. But I think that if we take a look at both, we can decide what's best for the individual, right? And and it's that's what's so important. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to start off with the pros or the benefits of making New Year's resolutions. And I'd love to hear from all of you. Do you make New Year's resolutions? If so, call in at 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. And let me know what your resolutions are. You are listening to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills, filling in for Dr. Pat, living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
3: Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about maximum medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com.
1: Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com.
4: Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright. Every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to Get Big Out Loud Radio exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at
1: KnudsenSpeaks.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
0: Welcome back to a special episode of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills, living it up, loving it up, letting it go, right here on Transformation Talk Radio. It's an honor to be filling in for Dr. Pat today, and if you missed any portion of today's episode or want to listen to previous episodes of Get Rooted Radio, you can catch them on GetRootedRadio.com. That's GetRootedRadio.com. Don't forget to subscribe online to receive the latest news, events, specials, and words of encouragement. Go to GetRootedRadio.com so today we are talking about new year's resolutions and i'd like to get back to that resolutions and i think benny you made an awesome point when you said you really call them reflections and i think that's one thing we need to look at when we're looking Mm -hmm. at the pros the benefits or cons the you know disillusions of them
2: right and actually i have a new one since the break
0: all right well
2: you called me out a little bit and i was a little flustered to be honest but i've made up for it i think we can re uh, rehash that to maybe an intention new intentions of it all yes. right that's where that that's my vision now that's where i'm gonna go all right <laughs>
0: and you can do a vision board for that sure I mean, right sure and i think that's why we have to look at it right and, and there are definite benefits to making new year's resolutions I'm not saying that the the end all be all. And everybody should do them because they aren't for everybody. But let's discuss just a few of the benefits. And I think it the first one would be self awareness. And I think not holiday gatherings really have us recapping and maybe involuntarily reflecting on our year in conversations with family and friends. You know it really presents a perspective of what we've accomplished and can give us the drive to set specific goals to work towards and be proud of next year. And I think that's one thing to look at. Are they resolutions? Are they goals? Are they reflections? Are they intentions? And it can definitely be harder than it seems because self-awareness means being honest with yourself. It's the good, the bad, the ugly, and the hopeful. You know, one needs to really look at what part He or she played in the past year, and what part are you going to play in the year to come? And we'll get into some tips later, and that's one of the things. It's not just the year. It's that day, that week, that month. And if we're not honest with ourselves and really can have true self-awareness, we aren't going to be able to move forward. So if we can actually set that intention, we can reflect and we can be resolved in actually performing self-awareness it is a great benefit because you will see some things about yourself that you may love and maybe you don't like so much but it really truly is a benefit i think it that self-awareness also leads us to just what benny had talked about earlier it's, it allows us to reflect there's just something about the year ending that makes us want to look and reflect not only on our past but on the present and the future. And it's one of the things I was getting at and you alluded to as well, Benny, is that I don't wanna see necessarily all of 2020 gone. There are things that I started doing and stopped doing mm-hmm. that have been great for me. And I've gotten into a better morning routine, probably cause I'm not as rushed trying to get out the door.
2: <laughs> right.
0: But, you know, I don't wanna see that go. Mm-hmm. There's things that I stopped doing, although I miss, I'm glad I actually stopped doing. Um, And I think that reflection allows us to make choices. And I mean, the amazing things we've gained and lessons that we've learned in the past year really help shape who we are right now. And being honest with yourself and others during this time of reflection is so important. You know, and not only that, but doing so helps us move forward because of the thought that we have a better sense of the things that work in our favor and the things that brought us down. And this knowledge will carry us through the new year and beyond and guide us so that we can meet our new goals. So if we are definitely a pro of self-awareness, another benefit is the, it allows us to reflect. Another one is that it really triggers our desire to be better. And we need, again, reflection and self-awareness, but to be better for ourselves, not for necessarily someone else. It might be a driver, but if you want to be a better person for yourself, it's so important. You know, From putting more money in our savings account to living a healthier lifestyle, that new year triggers our desire to hit the refresh button and really just try to be better. Since the past year has shown us the things that we should likely improve on, and the things we should eliminate, or the things that we need, right? We have so much excess. I think as typical Americans, we have a lot of excess. We have a lot of things that maybe we don't need. And so it also shows us those things that we can eliminate. And that's where resolutions or goals, intentions come in because they support positive change. Typically, we're not going to say, I resolve to start smoking again, or I resolve to eat junk food. That's typically not, we're trying to do a positive change. So we make these resolutions to improve on ourselves and ultimately have a more stable and fulfilling life. And when we can do that for ourselves, that's gonna reflect on those people around us, whether that's our loved ones, um, our significant other, our family, our friends, our careers, it is all intertwined. Uh, Another benefit is, and this is this is for me, let's be honest, many of us are procrastinators and I'm really raising my hand really high here, but sometimes we need a deadline to motivate us. And there really are some of us who need a due date to help them start working on, on those goals. And that could be whether you wanna to try to lose 10 pounds in three months or cleaning out the attic before the winter ends. There are certain goals that need a little pressure to motivate us to achieve them. And that's why listing um, resolutions or our goals is perfect for those who need a certain timeline to reach those new aspirations. And I think probably one of the number one reasons is a fresh start. I will caution you though, you don't have to wait to a new year to have a fresh start. So whether this is a new year's resolution or a new day, you know, every morning is a fresh start. But for some of us, it's hard not to equate the new year with a new beginning. And it can be easy to create and bullet point really your personal goals. And there's something truly liberating and refreshing that comes with the idea of starting with a clean slate. It's you get a new planner, right? Um, Unless you do the July to June one, but typically you're starting on January 1st. And having that fresh slate, that clean page to write on, that new notepad to work in. It's something very refreshing about that. So then there's so many benefits to doing these, but that doesn't mean that they don't come also at a cost. So then let's just recap. It allows for self-awareness, which if we can become more self-aware in many aspects that helps in all of the relationship is on, right? That, that relationship building because you are now more self-aware, will have a ripple effect in other areas of your life because you can start seeing other people's perspective. So self-awareness, it allows us to reflect and reflecting also allows us to make sure we know what we want and why we want it. It also triggers our desire to be better. And perhaps unfortunately, (laughs) we need a deadline to motivate us, which hey, that might be a goal in and of itself, stop procrastinating. And then again, that fresh start. We want to be able to have a clean page to write our own story. And I think that's really important for everybody to remember is that just because you are in a chapter of your life that perhaps you're not loving right now, you know, maybe this is not a great chapter, you are the author. You get to start a new page. You get to start a new chapter. And it's not how your story will end if you don't allow it to. So tell me, what would you think, Benny? What what would be a benefit of making a New Year's intention? For
2: Outlook, obviously, in the new future, uh, some adjustments for some people. I know for me, personal experience, this last year, I haven't really left our business. Uh, however, traffic has been amazing for me.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: but for others, traffic has been amazing for them too. They haven't been able to sit in it, they're at home or they're managing their life a little bit easier. Some benefits that way uh, reducing gas, you know, saving money, mm-hmm. that's always a good thing. For me, yeah, it's similar in, in the retrospect as well. I do miss a lot of my coworkers though, because that's our business—is the 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 act of communication. That's why we're in radio, uh, for TV, you know, and now it's social media. So we have to adjust in those many ways and and bright spots. Um, but it is, you know, we had a staff of uh, over 140. Now we're down to like maybe 15 to 20 a day that that sprinkle in because we've had to you know merge and move into a different direction yet we're all still amazingly communicated through networking
0: and i think that is i mean it's a almost a double-edged sword right i love the fact that i have more time in the morning Uh because i'm not having to try to get all my stuff together for my lunch and for snacks and then getting in the shower and getting a dog for a walk and then my commute so that is great because I have more time. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to take longer walks with the dog, yes. be able to work out in the morning. I don't have to do my lunch because I have time to do it at you know the appointed time. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, I miss the interaction because I live by myself. Right. So, you know, sometimes I'm not great company and, and, and that's it's just me. That's not
2: true. Come on, that's not true.
0: <laughs> and it's the same four walls. And it's, it's also the same thing. A couple of weeks ago, I did a um, quarantine fatigue, right? On, on the stresses of that. And one of the things I also missed partly is the commute, because that commute allowed me to change my mindset, right? I could leave the work at work because the commute allowed me to either, you know, blare music, to scream, to talk to a friend, or just be silent so that I could transform from work to home. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't necessarily bringing it with me. I could leave Mm it. And now everything's right in the same four walls and it doesn't always work like that. Right. Yeah. So it is, it's one of those where you don't want something to go away, but at the, at the same time, it's, it's a benefit. So it's looking at both those options, I think, Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you know, what can I sacrifice so I can mm-hmm. take the benefit of something
2: else. Right. The adjustment for me is, you know, I'm a morning guy. I'm here at 4, 4.30 in the morning, every morning, Monday through Friday. I know it makes people cringe, but that's my particular schedule. And then, you know, the other people have theirs, whether it's in the middle of the afternoon, later in the day, or even through the overnights. So I rarely get the opportunity to see my kids... Um, because their mom handles the scheduling for their school now school's at home so I actually get to attend to them at the schooling a little bit more than I have in previous years which is super cool because you know now we really get to see full force what teachers have to battle um, and but you also want to help them and protect them because you know our kids are our future
0: well yes and you know I'm as much as I miss my son, I am thankful he is not still in school uh-huh. to have to do the
2: Yeah, no, I, I get that too. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when okay. we come back, I want to discuss the cons or maybe the downfall of New Year's resolutions. And I still love to hear from you. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Why or why not? Call in at 1-800-930-2819. That's one 800 930 2819 and let me know what your resolutions are or if you don't make them why not i'm erica gifford mills and you are listening to a special edition of get rooted radio living it up loving it up letting it go stay tuned we'll be right back That's drkathyobear.com.
1: Tune into the show, Heart Change Consciousness, with me, Dr. Trish Rocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change consciousness on transformationtalkradio.com.
4: Transition, simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience. Without change, how would we grow? Tune in to grounding into your radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. Step into your truth and allow the light into your life. For more information about Stacy and her services, visit StacyBarber.com. That's Stacy S-T-A-C-I-E Barber.com.
2: It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit burnbrighttoday.com.
0: And we are back on a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills, living it up, loving it up, letting it go. And I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today, an honor to be here with all of you. But if you missed any portion of today's episode or want to listen to previous episodes of Get Rooted Radio, visit GetRootedRadio.com. That's GetRootedRadio.com to listen to a replay of this episode, sign up for helpful tips, and learn about upcoming events. So many of us see the benefits or pros to setting New Year's resolutions. You know, are there any cons? And I would say yes and no. So let's take a look at some of those. The first are the deadlines foster procrastination. So we talked about this as a benefit, right? That some people need that deadline. They need a date in order to get their butts moving. But it can be easy to put off getting serious about your resolution or goal um, with such a long lead time. Setting goals takes planning and follow through. And while a year deadline leaves tons of room for postponing things until tomorrow or next week or next month, that's where we get into that. It fosters procrastination. And as as I said earlier, perhaps that should be a resolution or a goal to stop procrastinating. I know, unfortunately, it's something that I tend (laughs) to do a lot. And I say every year, I'm going to stop procrastinating, but it doesn't always work. So along those same lines, or should I say deadlines, we feel too much pressure to beat the deadline. So what if you can't achieve your dream body in a year? Or what if you're still stuck in your dead-end job after aiming to move up the career ladder? You know What if your savings didn't grow as much as you projected it to? There are so many what-ifs and so many pressures. You know If you're the type who gets too pressured by the dates and progress, then setting a New Year's resolution may not be for you, especially if you feel like you're not in a good place, to really push yourself to be better you know, the biggest thing is take it one step at a time. Things will fall into place naturally and we don't need to rush. And we'll get into it with tips, but I think sometimes people bite off more than they can chew and they make their, they they pressure themselves because the deadline and the goal are not equivalent. You're putting too much pressure or making too large of a goal with an unrealistic timeline. Another really con or a making it more harmful to you is that little self-doubt, those limiting beliefs. Sometimes we set ourselves up for failure without thinking about it and taking the proper steps to achieve that big goal or that resolution. And that that really can lead to self-doubt, those limiting beliefs, the guilt, if the goal isn't reached. So when does not mean that we shouldn't push ourselves? I mean, really, if a goal doesn't make you a little bit afraid, doesn't give you those butterflies in your stomach, maybe you're not aiming high enough. But you need to be realistic, right? That self-doubt can be crippling. And that could be a very much of a con for somebody to make those New Year's resolution. And along those same lines, when self-doubt comes into play, we then become too critical of, of ourselves. You know, despite being a great motivator, these resolutions or goals can also be the cause of that self-criticism. You know, we tend to look past our achievements and focus on our weaknesses. And that's not going to get us anywhere. So if we're looking at our weakness, like I didn't do, I said I was going to lose five pounds this month. I only left four. I didn't meet my goal. We're focusing on what we didn't do as opposed to how much we did do and when we still haven't improved on that area, we really look down on ourselves and we could tend to further punish ourselves for failing. And it, it is a normal reaction, right? A lot of people have this reaction, but feeling ashamed can be damaging to our mental and emotional health. And we want to try to avoid that at all costs, You know, setting ourselves up to do something like that, to, to belittle ourselves or um, be our own worst critic. So when we set expectations and don't achieve them, it really affects our self-worth. So for many who maybe are still working on some of those things, their self-worth, their their confidence, setting a new year's resolution might not be the best bet. You know, we wanna work out, not set our expectations too high and not to be too hard on ourselves. So again, it's the too much pressure to meet the deadlines. We've got that self-doubt. We are too critical on ourselves. and along those same lines, it's every mistake discourages us. So if we have setbacks, we tend to get down on ourselves. And if we remember that change is a process. you know unfortunately, not we don't always remember that and a lot of us are very impatient. So we want progress quicker than others. And we look at every setback as a sign to stop instead of making us challenge us and motivate us to do better you know we shouldn't forget that the biggest achievements take a lot of time and a lot of effort which means mistakes are inevitable along the way but it really shouldn't discourage us or set us back further away from our goals Um, we tend to live in an instant gratification environment right we can text instantly we can get a hold of people instantly it's no waiting around we have everything at our fingertips by our phones, our computers, radio, um, television, any social media. So we're used to if we don't achieve it right away, or in the set time frame, we're failures. So that can be a very discouraging factor in setting those resolutions. I mean, ultimately, you need to look at yourself and ask, should I make New Year's resolutions, then keep going? why are you choosing your new year's resolution? How many times have you made them? And which of your resolutions have you actually achieved? So Benning, for example, do you have intentions or goals that you tend to make every year?
2: Ooh, I'm trying to really think.
0: I'll I'll give you an example. So I have a friend that every year, she's like, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds. Oh, right, okay. So, and I'm like, so does that mean you want to lose an additional ten pounds, or does that mean you lost it and then you you gained you gained more it back and you want to lose it again? Yeah, <laughs> I mean
2: that's okay. That's a pretty good regimen. I mean, everyone's got the ups and downs, but if it's consistent oh, yeah. across the board, I mean, you're not. I think you're winning. I mean, really, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think you're doing all right. So, I mean, for for me, oh man, that's really. Just to have, I guess, consistency in, I'm a big scheduler time guy just because it's what I do. Um, (laughs) I guess maybe sticking to more of that, but then also to just relax a little more and to let some of those things go. Because I find myself really structured in a lot of months and for sometimes I shouldn't be so structured in those months, but then it always creeps up again.
0: Yeah. No, I understand that. And I think many New Year's resolutions fail because we're merely looking for a new experience mm. instead of a real change. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's easy to say you'd like to have a better love life with your partner, but what are you really committed to doing in order to make that resolution, you know, a reality? Right. Or I would want to eat better. So okay, what are you willing to do or give up to make that a reality? Are you actually just wanting to go out a more date nights or are you actually wanting to not spend so much money on takeout like really what is it you know what if we continue to look at that are you actually looking to create a deeper and more meaningful life right whether that's a bond with your partner whether that's a healthier lifestyle you know we often make resolutions in the spirit of the celebration with no real thought into what it will take to achieve them So then a few weeks or months into the new year we give up asking ourselves like what's the point why do i do this Um, then we really kind of kind of feel miserable about our lack of progress and might turn to even worse behavior so i would say again let's ask the question should you make new year's resolutions and before we get to that answer it goes back to what we talked about earlier realizing the difference between a resolution and a goal And we talked about a resolution is a decision to do or not do a specific behavior. You know, a goal is a series of calculated steps designed to help you achieve the resolution, like starting a mindfulness meditation practice. Um, So really by that definition, it may be more straightforward to think of goals as the planned out process of achieving the resolution. So by setting the goals, you're differentiating your desired outcome from the steps you took to accomplish it. And I think that gets to what is the point of New Year's resolutions? And I think by establishing objectives, right? Those, why do I want this? Resolutions create an end result to your goal making, right? It comes back to the way you set your goals. The goals, not the resolutions, are the key to the long-term growth and success. And I think the secret to setting those goals is knowing why it is you you want to do them. It goes back to those questions on, why are you choosing that resolution? Why do I want to do that? Is that important to me? Is it finding purpose and meaning in those goals? So creating compelling goals will help you stay inspired It's um, even when it gets hard, right? Even when you make a mistake, even when you fail. And let's admit it, we all do have missteps in life. So what sort of resolutions are you all considering? Is it personal development? Is it career? Is it finance? Is it love? Whatever it might be, I wanna hear from you. So we're gonna take a quick break and it'll be your last chance to give us a call at 1-800-930. 2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. You're listening to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills, living it up, loving it up, letting it go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential.
4: Find us at theecosystemapproach.org.
3: Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time and 4 p.m. Eastern time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive Bike. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Yeah. Check us out at drpaccio.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm.
3: Oh my goodness. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose 1 to 3 pounds per day in 21 days, naturally, under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center, 425-451-0404, or on the web, drdarvish.com, d-r-d-a-r-v-i-s-h.com. Tune into Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce every first and third Tuesday of the month at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Join Susan and her guests as they share the stories that shift our souls about radical transformations, courageous breakthroughs, and life lessons. Three Things I've Learned with Susan Dolce. For more information, Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com or visit Susan's website at SusanDulce.com.
2: If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's Accelerator program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com.
0: Welcome back to a special edition of Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford Mills. Living it up, loving it up, letting it go. If you missed any of the information during the last segments, go to GetRootedRadio.com. That's GetRootedRadio.com to listen to the replay. Don't forget to subscribe, sign up for tips and special events at GetRootedRadio.com. So we've been talking about New Year's resolutions, the history, pros, cons, and we're going to get into some of tips for keeping those. But first, I understand we have a caller.
2: We do. We'll take Sandra calling in from the Wisconsin area. Hi, Sandra. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much for calling in, Sandra. So do you have New Year's resolutions? Do you make them?
3: You know, I I try to. Um, one of the things that you had said that resonated with me was um, sometimes I have a tendency to to make a resolution or maybe even a goal that um, others maybe think that I should make. I I tend to let them influence me more than I should. And I think that's part of the reason why maybe I fail rather than asking the questions like you were saying as to why I'm making this resolution. Is it truly for me? Um, And I think that if I were to do that or maybe others, if they're in the same situation, um, they'd have more success. In in their resolution and you know or
0: goal. Oh, absolutely. Because that I mean that's it has to be something that you want. Because if you don't want it, there's going to be no desire or motivation to continue on with it. And and quite okay. frankly, chances are if it, you're doing it for somebody else and not for yourself, you could even get a little bit of resentfulness towards that person, because they're keeping on you about it, but yet it's not something that you really want. It's not something that that motivates you. And I think that goes into some of our tips. So, you know, one of the tips that we look at is be realistic and you know, really the surest way to fall short of your goal is to make your goal unattainable, but also not just that, but you wanna make those SMART goals, right? The S-M-A-R-T, but I do a little twist on those. So it gets to your point on, is it for you? You, most people have heard that SMART stands for the specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound or timely, right? Well, I say all those things are important, but also look at it as S for special. Is it special to you? M, memorable. Is it memorable for you? Is it a, not only achievable, but arousing and authentic. So is it, is it have some sort of authenticity for you, not just attainable and achievable? And is it are rewarding? So yes, relevant, but is it rewarding? Is it something that's going to make you be better for yourself? And then the T, very similar to authentic, but is it true to you? Is it true to yourself? Is it something that you want? And I think Sandra, if you, if you don't look at those things, then you do set yourself up for failure.
3: Absolutely. And in, when you were talking and, and making those um, statements of um, especially the why, why are you doing it, it just really it resonated with me and, and hit home.
0: Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you calling in so much. And stay tuned because you're going to hear the rest of 10 tips to keeping on track with your New Year's resolutions or goals. Thank you so much for calling in
3: you're welcome thank
0: you all right so getting back thank you so much sandra for calling in and getting back to those 10 tips because we are running short on time we only got an hour but it's one be realistic we talked about those smart goals Um, make sure that it's something that is special to you is memorable is authentic is rewarding and true to yourself not just the specific measurable attainable relevant and time bound Um, the second one is plan ahead don't make your resolution on new year's eve if you wait until the last minute it will be based on your mindset on that particular day so plan ahead right as we're looking towards achieving it and if you don't do it right away in january if you take january to plan it out and you start in february there's no time limit there's no time that you need to do it right it's it's how you what works for you and set for you after you plan that ahead outline your plan So decide how you will deal with the temptation to skip that exercise class or maybe have that piece of cake. You know, plan ahead, plan and make contingency plans for those things that might fall short. This could include, you know, phone a friend, calling a friend for help, practicing positive thinking and self-talk and reminding yourself how the bad behavior will affect your goal. Um, Number four, because I'm all into pros and cons, right? Make a pros and cons list. It may help to see a list of items on paper to keep you motivated, to keep you strong. If you develop this list over time and ask others to contribute to it, it can really help you um, to see what are the pros and cons of these actions. And five, and there's some debate about this, but but I believe this one to be true is talk about it. Don't keep your resolution a secret because if you keep a secret, there's no accountability. Tell friends and family members who will be there to support you for the change or the new activity that you're looking to do. You know, the best case scenario is you find a buddy who shares the same goal and you can motivate each other. You can bounce ideas off of each other. So don't keep a secret. Talk about it. Um, the next would say reward yourself. Don't wait until you totally achieve your goal to celebrate the victories along the way. So I'm not saying reward yourself by eating an entire box of chocolates or spending extra money on a gift, but I am saying reward yourself for the little steps that you are taking towards your goal. Um, The next would be track your progress. Keep track of all those successes and reward yourself along the way, but also how are you doing, right? Uh, Do you need to adjust your plan? Perhaps you had a plan, you thought this would work, And it's not. So if you're not tracking your progress, you won't know what different avenue you may need to go in to keep going on your path to success. Um, Number eight would be don't beat yourself up. We talked about this being a con, but we need to remind ourselves that obsessing over the occasional slip is not going to get you anywhere. You do the best you can each day and you take each day one at a time. Number nine is stick it out, never give up. Many experts say that it takes 21 days for a new activity to become a habit and six months for it to become part of your personality. So it's not gonna change overnight. It takes patience, it takes consistency, determination and persistence. Keep with it. And the last one would be keep trying. If you don't run out of steam, um, you will make it there, right? keep trying you may fail you may have to try again you may have to start over just keep it going so again be realistic do those smart goals plan ahead outline your plan make a pros and cons list talk about it reward yourself track your progress don't beat yourself up stick to it and keep trying i'd like to add just three more before we close this out is release the past year It's important to forgive the past, honor the learning experiences, and take those huge steps forward. To use one of Venny's words, develop intentions. Develop a morning intention. Set an intention to deeply commit to the desired results that you want and make that presence known. And as you tap into that desire, you will start your day more present. And then the last is measure your success by how much fun you are having. Stress doesn't equate productivity. Take pleasure in all your little successes and focus on the greatest success of all, which is living a fun, fulfilling life. And remember, New Year's resolutions don't have to be for everyone. Whether you're defining your New Year's resolutions or choosing to decline the tradition, don't forget to maintain motivation in your life and always keep a little grace in the pocket moving forward. So I wanna thank you all for joining me on this special edition of Get Rooted Radio. You can listen to me normally on the first and third Mondays of each month at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, and 2 p.m. Pacific, right here on Transformation Talk Radio. So I'd like you to thank you so much for turning in. I hope you have a wonderful holiday, and thank you so much, Benny, for all your help today. My pleasure. And I hope you have an amazing day and a very fruitful new year.